lead yourself and that's what I want to talk about today why is what does it actually mean to lead yourself and why is that so important these days and also in order to actually walk our authentic path um, there's multiple reasons for that but the one thing is in times of so much going on in this world and so many changes and shifts if we don't have an anchor something that keeps us you know together and that keeps us connected with what's really important in our life and the kind of person we want to be it's very easy to be caught up in other things or to lose our center to lose our reason that makes us who we are and uh, it's not so there's a few factors that always distract us one is that um, there's a lot of social media going on and we all know that we all love scrolling in social media but what it does if we you know do this more and more is also it keeps us distracted right it it also creates a lot of anxiety actually so part of it is fear of missing out. But then we see what other people do and what they're talking about. We feel like, oh my God, there's so many possibilities. I'm not doing anything. So it also makes us sometimes feel worse about our own life. The other part of that is that we listen to what's happening in the world. So we get so much more information and that can be overwhelming. I don't know how it feels for you, but for me, very often, it feels just overwhelming to have so much information in place, to hear about all those crazy things that are happening in the world and to not be able to do about anything about it. So it makes me feel helpless. And maybe you notice that for yourself too, that you feel like, wow, um, something about the way I'm going through life actually overwhelms me makes me even more anxious about what's happening. It makes me lose my trust in this world and what's going to happen. And I mean, these times, like the last months, with all those things happening with uh, Corona, with uh, Black Lives Matters movement going on, with so many controversial discussions, I... I'm feeling for myself that it's quite hard to keep up with all of it. And also there's a sense of, wow, I don't even know how to take it, right? Especially when we see news where people are hurt or injustice is happening in this world. I feel like, wow, it's so hard to take it. It's so hard to not go into a negative spiral through that, right? On the other hand, just staying positive in the way of saying, you know what, I'm just going to ignore it all. I'm just going to be positive, do my thing, don't worry about anything. That's also disconnecting, right? It's not really being with this world in this life, living it fully with all their aspects, right? It's a bit like bypassing it. And so the question is, how can we stay involved in the society, stay involved in our life, stay in the center of what's happening in this world without feeling constantly overwhelmed? And, uh, and I think there's multiple ways of how doing it. Um, I'm talking about 
self-leadership a lot because I think that's a capacity and a skill set that we need more and more in this future, which is like a way of leading ourselves, our actions, but also a way of redirecting us constantly towards what's really important to, for us. And so at the beginning, it takes a little bit of digging to understand what is it, you know, what's my essence, what's the kind of person I want to be, what are the anchors that are actually keeping it together for me, right? Um, and obviously, this is always a matter of change, but in the end, it's important to first of all do that research and take time to dig into this because everything else that's happening can distract us. But as long as we have this red line for our life, this anchor, we can always go back to this. And even if it changes over time, there's always something we can, you know, use as the first point of, of our questing to where we're going next. And that's, you know, that's really important uh, when the outside doesn't give us so much of a um, of our holding anymore, so much of a structure anymore that, you know, we, we are used to have an outside structure that makes us feel safe, that makes us feel we are in control. And um, the reality is many of those structures are falling apart. Yeah. Also, like in so many areas, these structures are falling apart. For example, in the workplace, yeah, we're going towards a workplace that, uh, wants to have more agile structures. What does an agile structure mean? In many ways, an agile structure means that we don't have the same structure anymore that supports us to know what's going on, who is responsible for what, who is doing what, what are we doing next? So this is all that's going to change into a more agile, situative response towards what's happening in the world and in the marketplace which makes it much less predictable and also measurable what our job is in this, right? It also means that leadership is not going to tell us A, B, C, D anymore to, you know, as steps that we have to do, but we have to figure out many of those things ourselves. And in many ways, that's how the world is going to be. We have to more and more have the capacity to figure things out as they come along, which means for many of us not knowing what's going to happen next, first of all, causes a lot of anxiety. And the good thing is that I just want to, you know, say is that's a good, the good thing is it's a mechanism that we have as humans to protect us It's a protection mechanism. So if you have some kind of anxiety about the future and what's going to happen or anxiety about some of the things that are happening in this world, I just want to say, this does not mean that um, that something is wrong with you. It just means your natural mechanism is kicking in. Knowing that means we have to kind of retrain our natural mechanism to tell them even if things are unpredictable, even if there's a lot of unknown, we are not in danger, right? So that's like understanding the mechanism is the first step. And the second step is to retrain. So we're not constantly thinking, even instinctively that we're in danger, right? And that's a capacity that self-leadership helps us to understand. Self-leadership helps us to learn these capacities. What it also does is, is it helps us in decision-making, 
right? When the day goes on, when there's so much information, when we have so many possibilities, having that red line can just help us to understand what's really important, what we want to spend time with, and also helps us understand all those things that we actually don't want to spend time with, that we maybe spend too much time with that do not even matter in our life. That's equally as important. So um, a part of self-leadership is, is first of all to see where anxiety comes from and retrain that. And the other part is to really anchor and understand what is it then. That's really important for me in my life. What's my purpose in this earth? What's the value that I want to bring to my job, to a partnership, to friendships? What is it that was my essence in this life? And in, in my book, I'm actually going very deep into uh, exercises, practical exercises to understand what's going on and how we can actually start with this first step of understanding our red line. And I think um, there's a few uh, areas that are really important for that, which are also part of this podcast. And I'm discussing many of those topics in, in this podcast. Um, and... Uh, Few of them are like, you know, understanding what our superpowers are, uh, diving deeper into what's our value set, um, but also understanding what are the things that we are really passionate about, right? Like in the deep essence, what's the, and also understanding what are the building blocks, what are the things that keep us from being who we want to be, right? And that can be belief systems, but that can also be unhealthy habits it can be old stories it can be um, limitations that we give ourselves without even knowing that um, historical situations that we had in childhood that created a certain habitual behavior that is actually not serving us anymore but we don't even know about them and um And so another part of that is understanding our shadows. So those things that we don't integrate about ourselves that we you know, just like want to run away from. And that's why we actually hide them from ourselves in the first place, but we also hide them from others. And what it does is it actually is like a blind spot, you know, that affects not, our, not only our lives, but the life of everyone around us. And we don't even know about it. And that's why self-leadership is also, in my point of view, the foundation of leadership because we have to understand what we're doing from a place of real awareness. Otherwise, our behavior will affect others and we don't even know what the effect is, right? But the more we understand our behaviors and our stories and the habitual patterns the more we understand why we're acting in a certain way in the way we do and what effect it has on others and the more open we are becoming towards under, like feedback when people give us feedback on how our behavior affects them and instead of seeing as a, it as a threat or as someone criticizing us we start to be curious about it and understand our own you know blind spots and that's the ideal case and obviously that's one of the hardest ones um uh and, and but there's also another um, example that i want to give you is like in leadership for example you know many people in these times when we come when we look into leadership it means we have to redefine how we lead others 
And it means we need less control because in order to work agile, we actually need to let go of control, right? But that is something that needs me as a leader to let go of control and go more into trust. Yeah. But if control is something that makes me feel safe, if control is something that makes me feel I have everything in hand and I can predict what's going to come up, it's going to be a hard thing for me to lose control and to let go of control, right? So understanding that this is my make it feeling safe mechanism can then help me to see, oh, I'm in this mechanism right now, which means I'm not actually providing a trustful environment but i am controlling too much yeah that's something only we can understand about ourselves and then we can change it then we can intentionally say this is a situation that needs more control and this is a situation that needs much much more trust and that way we actually don't need so much feedback anymore because we are aware of our own mechanisms we see them before anyone else sees them Right? We don't have to wait until uh, months later someone has the courage to tell us, but we actually notice in the moment when we're behaving in a certain way that that was a behavior that didn't really work out or wasn't useful for the group, for our team, for the people we're involved with. Another more personal example how self leadership can help us is. In our life, you know, every one of us knows this. We There's so much going on. We have a full work schedule. We need to take care of our loved ones, maybe children, maybe partner. And sometimes it feels like, you know, we have all these resolutions of taking more time for ourselves and doing certain things like reading more books or learning something new. And then at the end of the year, we noticed that all the resolutions that we had at the beginning of the year, we didn't, you know, complete anything on our list. We didn't have time. Life kept on happening and it kept on happening in a way that we just didn't know how to do it. So many of us know this situation when we're actually having all these plans, but somehow we don't find the time to do it. And one of the things of parts of self-leadership is, is to you know, the more sharp we become into what it is that is important for us, the more sharp we bring all those different dots together so we really have that red line in front of us, the more time we will spend with that. Yeah, so it's really like the more we envision, and yeah, the vision is obviously also an element, go deeper into what it is that really creates our life. The more when, when things are starting to distract us, we make it a priority. Not because it's a to-do list thing, not because that's what we ought to do, but actually because we understood deeply that it, this is meaningful for us. Is there is a deep meaning there in there for us. And this, this deep meaning is actually different for each and every one of us. And so it's really interesting when I do my mentorship programs, um, I very often actually have people who want to start a business in this program. So they are actually wanting to get more into action to do something about their business. And what's interesting about it is that that when we start working, I actually say, okay, we're not going to talk about your business right now and what you're going to do. I want to take this step back and understand 
why you want to do this and understand is that like is that really what you want or is there something else that is actually deep on a deeper level more important for you so we spent in, in this uh, like six months program we actually spent four months understanding what's really important for the person because after that after that is clearer and more aware for the person all the rest is actually much much goes much much faster it's almost like you can um, write a, a copy for your website in two minutes after that because you really understood your essence your reasoning the kind of person you want to reach because it all has to do with your own search and your own red line and that way you know so I ha I'm talking also about personal branding a lot and how we can actually do this authentically and what's really interesting is if we do it that way yeah personal branding becomes a super authentic thing because you don't really have to brand yourself in a way of selling yourself but you're just like going and walking your personal path with your personal contribution that is unique to your life to your biography to who you really are and with that you're serving other people and I don't know how it is for you but if I'm hearing that to say okay I can just be me and with that serve other people it feels good it feels like wow that's exactly what I want I don't want to serve other people with things that are not me that are not authentic to me, that think with things I need to pretend that I am, right? As some kind of pretending um, when we are serving other people from the place of how can I sell them this, right? And that means over time, as a person, we all grow, you will grow. And over time, there will be different things that come yeah, on top of what you are already offering because through your growth path, there will be different areas that you explore that also fit to, to whatever you want to do with people. And by the way, that doesn't only mean that you have to launch your own business. And actually, that's the interesting thing. So self-leadership is something that helps us a lot with our own business. But it also helps us when we are just in a company to understand what's my position in this company. What is the you know, specific topic that I'm so super amazed and interested in that I want to make my job over time, right? And that many people say, yeah, okay, if that position that I actually want is not there, how can I ever, you know, be the person who does that job? Um, my experience is you just keep doing it. To but the first step is to be aware of it and to understand deeply what your contribution is, what is really true to yourself, what's your red line. And once you know that, you start doing things that bring you one step closer to becoming the expert in this area within your company. And over time, maybe people even give you a role for this, yeah, that you have never thought you will have a role in it, but then... At one point, people ask you because you become the expert in this. And I've been, you know, maybe you think like, oh, she's um, talking smart, but this is really hard. And actually, I have um, tried it out myself and uh, have explored that it's, it's working. I've tried it out multiple times in my career um, in corporate. And um, one of the things was that um, I wanted to bring mindfulness into the business. And not, you know, I, 
not because I wanted to make this my job actually, but I was so passionate about understanding how this is affecting our leadership and how it also affects our self-leadership. And I saw how useful and amazing and important it was for my own growth. So I just wanted to share it with others. And what started with a project where I was just meditating with a few people daily in a room became my 20% project. Um, and it, it led to having the opportunity to teach a mindful leadership course around the world uh, within Google which was my employee at that time. So that was really cool. And I would never have thought when I started with doing this, that this would lead me to actually having a, a role in this area and using 20% of my work time to do that, which was amazing. And it also led me to uh, start my own business, which I'm doing now for more than three and a half years. And, um, yeah, now I'm working with companies around the globe and still doing the same and, you know, sharing things that I'm passionate about, which is mindfulness um, and compassion in the business field. But it also for me is really the journey from self-leadership. So leading myself to co-leadership. So how we can lead ourselves together in these times that need us to collaborate with others. And... Um, and yeah, that that would have never been my expectation that this is going to become my job. And so what I'm saying is it can give you such a strong direction towards how you want to live your life, uh, what you want to do in your workplace, how you can be used in a way that you feel fully used with all your capacities, but also how you can live your life that at the end of the day, your energy goes up rather than down. Many people know this. Sometimes we go into workplace and we do this for multiple days in a week. And at the end of the day, the energy is just down and we feel tired. And chances are when we feel like that continuously and too often that something is actually cutting off our passion, cutting off our life energy, cutting off what's really important for us. And, and so self-leadership can help us with that. It can help us with overwhelm. It can help us to make decisions that are better for our overall health, physical health, mental health. And in general, well-being in the form of, am I constantly feeling stressed? Am I constantly having anxiety? Am I constantly not sleeping well or sleeping? But then next day when I wake up, I feel energy less. So these are all signs that something is not in alignment. Something is not, you know, well or whenever something happens in the world that is really distracting or disturbing, that this keeps us distracted from our own life, that, that, that this doesn't make it possible for us to still be happy, right? And, and, and for me, it's really important. Like I am very interested what's happening right now these days with our, you know, health system, with, um, equality i think the movement that's happening right now is super important um 
that we really discuss racism on a bigger scale to make sure people are treated like people, no matter how they look like, no matter where they come from. And um, in the US, it's historically black lives, um, but I know that it's not only them, right? There's many, many other origins and people from different um, areas of life like the LGBTQ community and it's just like there's so many groups in this world that get discriminated and that's an important topic for us right so it's good that it comes up so when it comes to self-leadership it's not about ignoring them so but it also gives us the capacity to look at these kind of topics in the world and to find a way to navigate them and find a way to go deeper with this right and uh, I mean it's about an authentic way of working with these things which means sometimes this is really painful right when we see people treating in a way that do not resonate with how we want people to be treated if we see injustice things that hurt us in life then that's doing something with us it's doing something with our life, it's doing something with our well-being and it's doing something with our society. And so to ignore that would be not taking part in this society. But at the same time, if we go into the huge drama of it, we might actually also be in autopilot. We might end up in an autopilot that is too involved in things and comes out of so then our actions and words and how we live comes from a place of pain. So, I mean, the discipline of self-leadership is to feel the pain, to be with the pain, to not push it away. At the same time, not to indulge in it in a way that gets us into a drama, right? Because in that way, we will not be helpful for a cause, whatever the cause is. Because if we come from a place of drama and from a place of just speaking out of pain, we actually create more pain. It's not helping the cause. It's actually harming the cause more. Uh, that's the theory, right? The practicality for me is as long as I can stay connected with my heart and stay true to who I want to be and make literally a step back in any kind of situation, the better I can actually deal with things. The more helpful I am for people in certain situations, even if they are hard. The more I can feel my own pain about a certain situation without reacting on it, the more I can really be there for others who feel this pain too. So, as I said, self-leadership doesn't mean we control ourselves. And I think it's a really important distinction because many people think, oh my God, so much discipline in this world. It's all about discipline. It's actually not, not for me. For me, it's just to remind ourselves what we want to create in this world, right? And um, if we want to create a world that is open and curious towards opinions of people and towards how they see the world, we can't run around and tell people your way of seeing the world is wrong, right? That's kind of not going to be helpful. 
On the other hand, we obviously have to say stop to certain things that are just not okay. But the, it's always the question from which, which space we start to lead the conversation. Are we leading the conversation from a space of you are on the other side and I don't care about you? Or are we starting the conversation from a place of I'm here with you, let's do this together. And that actually makes a difference. So, and that's going to be in workplace, the same thing. You know, we will encounter, no matter where we are in life, we will encounter situations where we disagree, situations where we are not aligned, situations where we have to stand up and say something. And when we, in these situations, can stay connected with our hearts, the interesting thing is people will start to listen to us. They will start to listen to us from a total different space and openness. And that's when we can start a conversation about things and um, ultimately change things in life. So, I mean, I've been speaking about so many different areas. So you can see how many areas of self-leadership um, there are. And, um, and, and a very integral part of it is emotional literacy to really understand the landscape of our emotions to understand how they change our behavior to understand and be connected with our emotional landscape yeah not interpreting them so much in our head although this is helpful for us to have the analytical side too but if we're stuck in the analytical side we're actually not going deeper we're not noticing what is there on an emotional level and the emotional level is more important because the emotional level is the physical level is the level from which we then behave and have you know act on so it's influencing much much more of our actions than we are aware of i hope that was kind of clear so I wanted to talk about self-leadership today. There's so many more things that I can say about it. And I, um, my thought is I'm just going to do another uh, episode around it because I, th I feel like that's enough for now. Also, if you have any comments or experiences that you want to share, please do that. And yeah, feel free to subscribe to this podcast if you want to stay tuned to the next episodes. I'm looking forward to talk to you again. My name is Munira Latrash and I'm super passionate about yeah, finding ways how we can live and create a world for the next seven generations to come. See you soon. Mm -hmm.